maybe give you some thoughts and something to think on that's so mighty and so so glorious. And I just love sometimes just powerful, life-provoking thoughts. Because how many know that when you hear the word, when you hear the preaching, when you hear the teaching, when something happens to you, you know, the, the Bible says that all scripture is given by inspiration of God, Second Timothy, right? It says 3, verse 16. That's for Jack. Hallelujah. But it says all scripture is given by inspiration of God, which means it's literally God breathed. It's breath. His breath is upon as man was moved by the Holy Ghost. It was breathed upon, and it was given for us for instruction, for teaching, for guidance, that the man and woman of God may be fully, uh, furnished, fully, fully, fully furnished and filled with good works. But you need the teaching, right? Teaching instructs us. And how many know that, that as long as you are alive, you're going to keep learning? And, and, and you know, in, in Corinthians, you know, Emeril says something about love. I think about in Corinthians, and it says that we... we we see through a glass darkly, but then we see face to face. So when we see through the glass darkly, we're, it's, it, it tells us that there's lots more light for us to keep awakening to, right? There's lots more light. You know, how many know that when you've walked and, and you grow with God, what you thought was true a few days ago or a few years ago, you don't think it's true right now. Come on. And you've changed, you know, and you've grown in the process of your walk. And, and, and I love to use this. It's just a beautiful example. Like when people say there is no Holy Ghost, if you never heard that you can receive the Holy Ghost, and you never learned about it because they had to be taught about the gift of the Holy Spirit, you can walk your whole life without the gift of the Holy Spirit speaking in other tongues. Come on. But if you've heard that there is the gift of the Holy Spirit after you receive Jesus, that you shall receive power of the gift of the Holy Spirit, that when he comes upon you, come on, that you can speak in other tongues. Father, I pray that everyone here, not one person who has not been filled, will be filled with the Holy Ghost. Come on, and not only that, give the rest of us an alongside fire in Jesus' name. Amen. Be filled with the Holy Ghost. If you have not been filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking with other tongues, come on, just let it loose inside you right now. The Holy Ghost is here right now. God's not holding back. Come on. God's not cheap. Come on. He's not, he's not a saver. He's got the Holy Ghost is the infinite, the almighty, the never-ending well that never runs dry. And he's continually pouring. So just receive, just receive. Keep receiving even as we're, as we're talking. And so you, you, you learn, you learn, and, and it just, we just sharpen. We sharpen. If, you, if you've never heard that you don't receive a harvest from a seed that is sown, you'll never receive it. Come on. And as you grow, you grow in the faith and the understanding. And then, you know, how many know that the Bible says that you learn line upon line, precept upon precept? You grow. You grow gradually. Then you start finding out where there's scriptures where God says he will bless you and make you fruitful and multiply you. 
you. And then you go back into the book of the beginnings where he blessed men and said, be fruitful and multiply. And it just, you just continue to grow. But think, I, I want you to listen to this. It's a beautiful, life, powerful, thought-provoking that's going to help you to be a, a greater tool of a witness. Because when you pray for people, when you pray for people and you're out there on the streets, and we got to do it in the house too. Come on, we're going to practice that tonight too. We're going to pray for one another. Because if we can't do it in here, how are we going to do it out there? Amen? But we're going to pray. And every time you pray, there's power coming from you. Come on. Because who lives inside you? Who lives inside you, right? The Holy Ghost, the Father, the Son. I feel a Catholic again now. Father, Son, Holy Ghost, hallelujah. But come on, he's inside you. He's inside you, and he wants to come out. Hallelujah. So, but, but listen to this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this. And of course, this, this is inspired from from the great healing evangelist, John G. Lake. But listen to, to what he says. God's power is life. See, there's something that you've just grown. Come on, if you hear that, and, you're, and I've heard that and I've read that before, but how many know that there's a process even in your growth? But I've read that over and over, but think about that. God's power is life. At what, even before I just read that, what would you think if I just said the power of God, the power, what would you just think, right? You would just think power, right? You would think of, you know, think about it. What would you just think, right? So, so he says God's power is life. That's very interesting. And then he says that life produces power. So first he's talking about God's power is life, but that life also produces power. It's like when you get up in the morning, you feel all energy and you're ready to go, raring to go. You have that energy, right? It's that life that's, that's inside you producing power for you to, to go out and, and walk your day out. And he says, when I minister to the sick, now, not just to the sick, but you can talk to anybody, witness, pray. And people are sick, not just in body, but in mind, circumstances, conditions of life, we need to start praying for people out there. Come on. Not just in the house of God. We've got to start praying for unbelievers, and, and myself included. We're going to start upping it. You know, when, when they prayed in the book of Acts, remember when they prayed in the book of Acts, they said, Lord God, you know, we, they prayed and prayed, and we're, this is house of prayer. It's a house of prayer. We're praying and praying. What are we going to do with that prayer? Because the Bible says when they prayed in the book of Acts, they prayed that they may speak the word boldly. That so when they went and they spoke that word boldly, pray for someone boldly, share the gospel with someone boldly out there because you got a lot of prayer power from coming from this house working behind you, right? Come on, so you can start going out there, pray. And you know one thing you'll find that a lot of people are very receptive to prayer. And I'm finding there's a lot more circumstances that are going out there that our people are going through some real tough times. And so now is a good time to really start 
praying with people such as never before. But look what he says. When I minister to the sick, whatever condition of life they are, he says, I'm not technically releasing power. He goes, I'm actually releasing life. I am releasing God's life to be specific. Isn't that powerful? He's releasing the life of God. So when you're praying for somebody, you're releasing the very life of God. Isn't that powerful? And then he says, because I have the spirit of God, which is the spirit of life. You ha- how many have the spirit of God? You have, because you have the spirit of God, which is the spirit of life. The Romans 8.2 says the law of the spirit of life has, uh, the law of the spirit of life has set me free from the law of sin and death. It's the law of the spirit of life. So it's only only life, and that's it, right? And watch what he says. I'm releasing life. He says, if I was just releasing power, then that power destroys the sickness or disease in a person would also destroy everything else in them, thus killing them. That's what he's talking about. Like, yeah, you. if we just talk about power and you release power, like dynamite power, yeah, you'll destroy the sickness and disease, but you destroy the person too. So think about it, right? So it's just provoking, thought-provoking. But he says, but I don't just release power, I'm releasing life. And watch this. And because I am releasing life, that life doesn't hurt person, doesn't hurt the person. It only destroys the death that is in them. The death is the sickness or disease. Wow. Wow. Very powerful, very powerful, life-provoking thoughts that you have that within you, that same power. If the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwell in you, that same spirit is quickening your mortal body even right now. Come on. Jesus said, if you, he that believes on me, come on, from his innermost being, from his belly, shall flow rivers of living water. See, the picture's more flowing. It's life. It just continues. We are life flowers. We just got to keep releasing him. He says that in John 4, 14, it says, Whosoever drinketh the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. And I used to think, well, then once I drink of you, Lord, I don't ever need to drink. No, no. If you have the unlimited uh, case of water, that means you're never going to go thirsty because it's always there for you to drink. You can still drink, but you're never going to thirst. Why? Because the fountain of water that you have, come on, will never run dry. And so that's where Jesus says, if you drink of him, you're never going to run dry because the water that is within you is not only, come on, living water, but it's a well and it's springing up. Come on, there's something inside you springing up. Lord, that we may be sensitive that we may be sensitive, Lord, to the leading and to the well springing up. Because wherever we go, Lord, it's your love that's within us that wants to reach the lost humanity. It's your love within us that wants to pray for them that don't know you. Help us to be ever so sensitive to the leap that's within us because you want them to drink. Freely we received, 
and freely we give, Lord. And Father, continue to open our eyes to be ever so in tune with you such as never before. I believe and I'm praying this, that, that God wants to release the gifts of the Spirit such as never before, not only just in the church, but out there in the streets. Wherever you are, God wants to start, and that's for each and every one of you. Father, I pray that even from the depths of our soul, from our inner man, Father, that you, you would disrupt us, even if it would make us uncomfortable. Come on, people, let's open our hearts. Even if it makes us look like a fool for you, but we allow you to disrupt us because you want to reach them more than we want them to be reached. You love them more than we could ever love them in themselves. And your word says that you will to release the gifts of your spirit that they may profit. You will is to manifest these gifts that they may have profit, that they may have a, a sense of belonging and reaching back unto you, that you want their attention to know not only as Paul says when we come together in the congregation that Jesus is here in the midst but not only in the midst of the congregation but even in the midst of the streets and the highways and the byways and the workplaces Father that we would be released that we would be released for such a time as this come on people of God we are born for such a time as this God kept us come on through a, a pandemic God kept us through through, through hardship and difficulty, glory be to God. And I heard a man said, and it's worth, it's worth repeating, it wasn't, come on, a vaccine that saved us, and it wasn't the vitamins that we took that saved us, and it wasn't the cleaning of our hands that saved us. It was only by the goodness and the grace of God that we're here, because many have been wiped out, but we're here. So if you're here, you're here for a purpose, and just like Esther, we were here, we are here for such a a time as this. Come on, get ready because God wants to use each and every one of you tonight. Come on, you just stand and I want you just to receive, come on, an empowerment from God. Receive an anointing from God tonight that God, come on, he wants to pour out his spirit. He's going to work through people. He worked through the disciples. He worked in the book of Acts. He went, come on, from one to another. When they never heard about that there was a Holy Ghost, then Paul came through and lay hands that they might receive the Holy Ghost. Come on. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Father, I pray for a downpour. I pray for a downpour. I pray for a downpour. Download, Father. Download in the name of Jesus. Not only do you go before us to make crooked places straight, not only do you go before us just to bless us ourselves, but you go before us to minister to people out there. Glory be to God. Because your word says that we are ministers and priests of the Most High. Glory be to God. And as priests, we are out there to show forth your kingdom, your glory, your majesty to show forth the loving kindness and the grace and the mercy of our God. Let there be download deposits 
instruction and guidance. Even that we don't know, we, what we think we know. Thank you for the plans, the doors, the connections. Thank you for, 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 for perfect timing, divine timing. That we don't just go to the store because it's the thing to do, but we go at the right time. We go to the cashier, come on, not just because we're going to have time to check out, but we go in God's timing to check out because that person in front of you or that person behind you, come on, might need a word from God. Come on, glory be to God, that we're, that wherever you go, come on, in the name of Jesus, a restaurant, come on, somebody, wherever you are, family and friend, you might just got to visit somebody, glory be to God, that God puts on your heart that you just have to go into ministry or somebody's hurting. But Father, I thank you, Lord, that you're not going to leave them alone, but you're going to endure with power from on high, Father. And I thank you, Lord, that you said in Mark 16, as they went forward, you work with them, confirming the word with signs following in the name of Jesus. Come on, because God is working with you. That when you go, Come on, people. Glory be to God. Receive, receive. Come expecting, come expecting, 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 expecting. We don't just want revival so we can just be more on fire for God. We want revival so we can be on fire for God and go out there and do what we need to do. Come on. Because creation is groaning. Come on. Creation is moaning. Creation is waiting for. Creation is waiting for. I used to look at Romans 8 and says creation is waiting for an intense anticipation for the unveiling of Son of God, the sons and daughters of God, but the Son of God within you. Not only, come on, not only are they out there, but also us within ourselves. There's dimension of us that we want the unveiling of the Son of God to come forth because Christ is already in you. Come on. But we need Christ out of you. Glory be to God. So Father, let the Christ, the Son of God that is within us come forth. Take the veils off of us, Lord, so that we can shine forth. That we can shine forth. That we can shine forth with intense anticipation. With intense intense. Glory to God. Intense anticipation, Lord. Give us souls. Give us burdens. Give us souls and burdens, Lord. Show us to pray. Come on. Glory be to God. Show us how to pray. Give us tactical prayers. Give us, give us precision prayers. Show us. And when we don't know what to pray as we ought, thank you for the Holy Ghost. Glory be to God. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. Whatever it is, pray, pray. If you don't know how to pray for somebody, lift them up before the Lord and say, Lord, I lift them up and because the Holy Ghost knows how to pray the perfect will of God in the mighty name of Jesus. You built this house, Lord, and we thank you for the souls that come in. There's souls to come in. Compel them, Lord. Draw them, Lord. Even now, even in this city, even in this region, even in this territory, them that are walking for to and fro, Lord, disrupt them, Father. Interrupt them, Lord. Interrupt them, Lord. Even in the dream realm, Lord, even when they're sleeping, 
show them, Lord, put the gathering place. They didn't even heard, they might not even heard the name gathering place, but let them hear of the gathering place. Let them be drawn. Let them be compelled. Let them be, be drawn in in the name of Jesus, Lord. Draw, draw. Put the nets out tonight. Put the nets out tonight. We release the nets out tonight and we start drawing them in. Come on, from the north, from the south, from the east to the west, we draw them in that your house, your word says that your house to be filled, Lord. We call forth a filling of the house right now from the eldest to the youngest. Come on, from every nation, every tribe, every tongue, Father, that everyone will come, Father God, as they hear the voice of God. Open the ears, open their hearts, open their minds. Let their receptives start coming up, being open. Tenderize their hearts to receive tenderize their hearts to hear the voice. And watch this. You shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Glory be to God. I say you will lay hands on the sick and they, in Mark 6, 18, you will lay hands on the sick. Raise up your holy hands tonight. Come on. And Father, anoint these hands. Thank you for the anointing that's upon these hands, Lord. It's not just for a minister, Lord God. It's for the sons and daughters because we are all called as believers to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Lord, Lord, let it happen such in such a magnitude that when people come around, they're going to say, who's the star of the show? And they're going to have to look to you and to you alone, glory be to God, because you're the one working through these hands, Lord. Let a fresh flow, a fresh oil, Father, come upon these hands tonight. Fresh oil, fresh oil that will remove burdens and destroy yokes. It will remove burdens and destroy yokes. Come on, you have holy hands. The Bible says you have holy hands right now. Come on, in the name of Jesus. And when you pray, when you pray, come on, Lord, fill them with fire, Lord. Fill them with wisdom, Father. Fill them with power, Lord, in their hearts, in their minds, Lord. And remove every dam, remove every restriction, Lord, that would try to stop them from going forward, Lord. And thank you, Lord, you release this power, Lord, that will remove every yoke that your word says every yoke of bondage in the spirit realm, in the, in the soul, Lord, even the depths of the being right now, Lord, where they've been wounded by God for every broken heart, everyone that was bruised, everyone that was crushed. The anointing will break. Come on. Even addictions. Come on. In the name of Jesus. And addiction is more than even drug because we are addicted to fear. We are addicted, come on, to lies. We are addicted to sorrow. There's lots of other addictions of, of negativity. But God is a God of life. He's a God of joy. He's a God of peace. Father, let that be ministering through each and every one of your people tonight, Lord. Such a fresh fire, a fresh fire, a fresh fire, fresh fire, fresh fire, fresh fire, fresh fire, fresh fire, Lord, from your people. Fresh, 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 fresh. Shakatara barabasatara mandare barabasatara rende rebasandara barabasatara basata. 
We need to demonstrate that life. If there's anybody sick in body, come on. We're going to come here. And if you're a believer and, and, you, and we're going to pray, we're going to lay hands and we're going to see, come on, to recovery right now in the name of Jesus. Because not only, come on, not only is there power flowing through us, he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. Come on, glory and we know he did the finished work on the cross. And when he rose up out of the grave, come on, he rose up out of the, the Bible says, if he did not raise, we would still be dead in our trespasses and sins. He had to raise from the dead. And because he rose, he showed with a demonstration spoiling principalities and powers and every, come on, every law and decree that was against us, he destroyed by his resurrection. Come on, glory. That means there's no judgment. There's no condemnation. Come on. And that means he put away, come on, the curse. He put away sickness. And even though that was done and complete and he ascended to the Father, until they had the anointing, until the Spirit came, they went and released what was finished. Listen, when they healed in the book of Acts, all the people were getting healed, delivered, saved. Did Jesus have to go back to the cross? Absolutely not. Healing was theirs. They just needed someone, come on, bold with faith, believing and decreeing. And come on, even that's what it does, the Holy Spirit. Just like Peter, he went from timid. He went from saying, Lord, I don't even know who you are because he was fearful. Come on, he had a spirit of Abraham. I don't know this woman. Glory be to God. You know, some people, they think that they're so, you know, they, they ask stupid questions, right? What would you do if your life was threatened I don't know what I would do. Hallelujah. I think I would do Abraham. That's my wife. That's my sister. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Self-preservation. I don't know. I like to be like, oh, I don't care what put me in, kill, put me in the chains. But let me tell you something. When the Holy Ghost comes upon you, I, we were there in Rome at the, the Colosseum, and they put those, the first century church there, the, the Christians, the Catholics. They were Catholics too, and they were on fire for Jesus. And you think to them what was inside them, knowing that they were going to be eaten, torn up by lions, it takes an anointing for that too. Because we are made to naturally self-preserve. Hallelujah. We, are, we, we would do like Abraham. Hallelujah. That's my cousin. That's my brother so-and-so. Hallelujah. Come on. We would all be in that boat. But if the Holy Ghost comes upon you, glory be to God. Hallelujah. Come on. How many have been? I've been in an, a terrible wreck of an accident. I come up. I'm like charged. Hallelujah. Because it's the Holy Ghost. Because naturally you get fear. You get scared. You come up and you're full of the Holy Ghost. So what would you do in the situation? We don't know. All we know is we keep loving God. Come on. We keep believing God. We keep trusting God. But if there's somebody here, people here, come on, that need a healing, we're going to start demonstrating it tonight. Glory be. The Bible says, come on, heal the sick. Come on, cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Come on, preach saying the kingdom of heaven is hand. I got something even better than the kingdom of heaven is hand. I got something that the Bible says the kingdom of God is within you. Glory be to God. Come on, you're not going to go to heaven. You're already seated in heavenly places. Hallelujah, glory. I got something good. It's not over here. It's not on this side of the pulpit. It's not that side of the pulpit. For the kingdom of God is within you. So come forward, glory be to God. We're going to see. We're going we're to all partake of this. And as we pray, we just, we're going to say goodbye to the people online tonight. Glory be to God. And let's all 
put up our hands and stretch forth to them on the camera. We pray for healing. Come on. Whatever you're believing, whatever your need is, God meets all your needs according to his riches and glory. We thank you for healing coming upon them even right now in their households. We pray a fresh anointing, a fresh fire, a fresh presence of God coming upon you tonight and a renewal in the love and the passion and the praise that you have for God. We bless you tonight. Thank you for joining us in Jesus' name. Amen.